Can Niels Lundqvist be trusted? Because the coaching staff doesn't seem to. Let's talk about it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer 105.3 The Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. By the way, it is Spotify wrapped season. Please feel free to share those with me on social media. If Locked On Stars is in your top five, I love seeing those. Uh, and I really appreciate all you everydayers out there. You can follow me on Twitter, JoeyTheJet19, or on Locked On Stars. Either way, throw those out in the open. And uh, I really appreciate all the support because without you, uh, this would not be a thing. So I uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, we got some good stuff today as the Dallas Stars take it on the Calgary Flames tonight, wrapping up that season series, uh, game three already, wrapping it up early just before. The month of November ends, and we're going to talk about Niels Lundqvist, the dilemma with number five, Lean Bixel heading back to Sweden, and on Joe Pavelski, Captain America, and what he's done so far this season because he just never slows down. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So the Niels Lundqvist dilemma, and this is my overarching question for the segment. Can Niels Lundqvist be trusted? And I asked this because it became sort of a buzz on Twitter last night uh, or a, a couple nights ago when Niels Lundqvist only played two shifts in the third period. He took his last shift in the game around the 1130 mark, right before the first TV timeout of the period. And we did not see Niels Lundqvist since, which is very, very intriguing. Uh, Of course, the Stars had to kill off a five on three, but his last shift was after that. He does not get a ton of PK time. He doesn't get any. And then he gets some on the power play, of course, as he's the quarterback of that second unit. So it's really interesting and intriguing for a couple reasons. Of course, they were looking for Niels Lundqvist to make a big jump in his game. And when he came into training camp, everybody seemed to be pretty pleasantly surprised with his ability to be a bit stronger on the puck. He was a bit faster. And of course the skill has always been there in his ability to create offense for himself. And I think early on in the year, uh, you really saw those changes come to fruition uh, in the earlier parts of the season. I think, I think he's been having a very, very good year. That's that's my opinion. I, I think he's been just fine. They paired him with Lindell, of course, and now they've put him with the younger Harley, and I thought that pairing in general has been uh, rather good. I've, I've stated my thoughts on Niels Lundqvist over the past month or so, too. I don't know if he's a top-four defenseman, like a really, really good second-pairing defenseman on a Stanley Cup champion team. Um that may be a bit harsh and a bit early to call, but he's played about now a, a full season with, in Dallas. He, he's played 80 games total, so we, we have a good idea uh, of of what he is so far. And, of course, the Stars use a first-round pick on him, and, uh, you know, you would like to see him play 
in some of the situations that your Miro Haskinens and your Ryan Suters are getting the majority of time. Uh, of course, late in the game in a one goal contest, like we saw for the majority of Winnipeg before Sagan picked up uh, his seventh of the season, Miro and Suter are going to play a ton. Uh, Miro is just going to play the most, no doubt about it. Of course, he's going to chew up a lot of those minutes. Um, and so far this season, Lundquist is averaging, I believe it's just under 12 minutes per game. He's playing the least out of all the defensemen. That could be completely wrong. Let me sure I get this right. Okay, 14.8. So under 15, excuse me, minutes per game, which is uh, the lowest uh, of any stars defenseman. And of course, part of that is he, he doesn't play on the PK, which is another ability that you would like a top four shutdown defenseman to have. And maybe he can grow into that. And part of it maybe is his size. And also they're going to trust Hockenpon Lindell. That's just, that's what it's going to be. They're trying to work Harley into that a little bit more. And I think they trust Harley at this point uh, more than Lundquist. And um, it's not to say he's having a terrible year. I think he's been okay. Look, Miro and Suter's pairing has been a little bit shaky and leaky here uh, in the last two weeks or so. Um, but they're not obviously going to say this, but the way they're deploying their D-men, it shows they do not have a ton of trust in Niels Lundqvist. And what? Part of it is, how do you know if you can trust him if you don't play him in these moments? And part of it is, does this coaching staff know something that we don't know? Um, I think there's two sides of that question. And and look, I'd rather have Miro and Harley out there with the final three minutes of the game uh, than any other pairing uh, for Dallas. That's just you, that's that's who I would want out there for 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 most of the time. And Suter's been good. Okay. For much as crap as Suter gets, he's been just fine. I, I feel like this season, look, he's going to have his lapses. Everybody does. Um, but uh, I, I think those two are, are probably your stalwarts that you want to run with on most nights. And some of it is it, it's the NBA kind of way of thinking too. Who cares if you're starting, who's getting the minutes in the last four minutes of the game. And it's, Similar here, right? Who's going to get the final two minutes when you're trying to hold on to a one nothing lead and trying to shut a game down? And Miro's going to get uh, most of those minutes. I, I like Niels Lundqvist as a player, and I, I think he's had a good step in the right direction. So far, his expected goals forward is 12. His expected goals against is 10, which is actually the lowest uh, of all defensemen. Actually, Harley's a little bit lower uh, there, but he has a, a few games less. So I, I just thought it was interesting because, uh, of course, he didn't play those final uh, really 10 minutes of the hockey game, and uh, people are, are a little bit intrigued on why this is and why he's not. Um, and I've, I've made the case. I, I think Niels is a good player more of a fringe top four for me. Uh, and I, I don't know, maybe it's his lack of size that the stars are worried about in some of those big moments. Uh, but I, I feel like he's been, he's been really good at using his size in order to, you know, win puck battles in the corners uh, more than he has been in past. Look, Miro's not a huge guy, but he's great with his stick. He's great with his, his, his skating ability. And he, he wins a lot of battles that way by just winning races to bucks and, you know, out skilling you to, to, to some degree. And I, I think Lundquist has, has held his own, but 
there, there's something there that's not quite adding up since he's playing the least uh, out of uh, all the Stars defensemen, which I, I think is a bit of a shame. Uh, Harley, for my money, is playing way too less, too. Uh, I, I don't think Suter should be playing second most minutes. Um, I know you pair him with Miro mostly. Harley needs to be getting those minutes. Uh, I, I, I don't think that there should be any question on that. And uh, I, I'm a little bit higher on Suter. Uh, than others, but I think it's starting. It, it's time to start waning down his minutes. Allow Harley and uh, you know other guys to play bigger roles, and, and they want that, and that's going to be the progression. Look, Harley needs to be on your top pairing at some point. Uh, I don't know about this season, but in order for the stars to, I I, I think really uh, reach their peak at some point. Harley's going to be a big piece of this puzzle, along with Lean Bixel, who, of course, we're going to touch on here in a few minutes, too. So um, I would love to know your thoughts on Niels Lundqvist. Uh, if, if you think he's going to be a really, really solid top two pairing uh, in the Stars uh, decor for, for years to come. I don't know if I'm quite there yet on Niels. We, we've seen 82 games of him. Uh, I like his ability to create chances for himself. I think he's been really good creating for others. He has seven assists this year, and, and I think he's taken a step in the right direction. Um, but look, he, he's I don't think he's a Harley, and, and I'm really high on Harley. I think his ceiling is really, really high, and I don't think Niels is, is, is up there. Uh, and because I put I, I kind of put Harley in sort of the realm of, of Haskin. He's not quite there, but uh, Niels... I don't think he's there. He's been valuable on the power play. He's been good on the second unit, which has been arguably better than the first. I don't even know if arguably uh, you can argue that they have been. <laughs> he's got four power play goals, uh, you know, on that second unit uh, and seven assists this season, just averaging under 15 uh, minutes per game, a plus 1.2 rating, according to hockey stat cards. So, um, you know, he, he's got a good rating and uh, I think he's been pretty good. I just don't know if they're going to give him those minutes, uh, you know, the butt clenching moments uh, of hockey games. And I think they're right to do so. You're going to side with veterans that have played in those situations before and get the job done on most nights. And, whether you hate it or not, uh, Suter's going to be out there more times than not. And, and of course, Haskin is going to be out there and, and much deserving. So you're, you're going to have four in somebody else. Uh, I would like to see Harley of it out there more. But um, it, it, it's just intriguing because, it, you know, Hanley steps in and does a really great job too. And uh, you know, I, I, I've seen the take, like, you might as well play Hanley if you're not going to play Lundquist. And I, I think that's a, a bit overreacting. But um Look, DeBoer's going to trot out there who he thinks is going to get the job done. And uh, Niels is just really not one of those those guys yet. And he has to probably do uh, a bit more to, to prove that. And uh, we'll see if he can continue that. But he's, he's played almost a full season now in Dallas. 80 games. We'll play game 81 tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm not terribly concerned on the matter, right? If he keeps improving and we see progression, uh, I, I think that's a good sign. And uh, as long as he keeps moving forward, um, I, I'm going to take that. Uh, look, I don't think Niels is going to take your breath away on, on most nights. I just don't think that's uh, his his level. 
his his ceilings a, a little bit smaller or a little bit lower than I, I think Amiro uh, or Thomas Harley. But I would love to hear your thoughts on Niels Lundqvist too and uh, what he brings to the table. I thought he's had a pretty good year. Pretty good year. Uh, doesn't mean he, he needs to be playing in, in all situations, uh, even though they've given him a bit bigger of a role. Speaking of uh, a big role in the future, Lean Bixell, of course, the young, talented prospect, just 19 years old, playing with Texas. He's actually playing in his final game uh, last night uh, before he heads back to Sweden, which uh, made a little bit of buzz on Tuesday night. Uh, that he exercised in his contract. Let's touch on Liam Bixell and, of course, the Texas Stars in general who have been off to a great start this season, and we'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is obsessed with giving you peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show total upfront, so you know you're just getting a great deal without those hidden fees, and you can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. We've all been there trying to look for last-minute tickets, and you get some. You go to the arena or the ballpark, and the next thing you know, there's a pole in your way. There's a railing. I wouldn't have bought these if I had known, and that's what's so great about game time. They allow you to see your ticket and your seat before you even purchase it. It takes all the guesswork out. If you buy tickets with Game Time, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N N H L. That's Lockdown NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Downloads Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So this created some buzz here on Tuesday night. Uh, I believe right at puck drop, kind of uh, with uh, Lean Bixel. Uh, confirming, or I, I should say it came out that he was heading back to Sweden and the Dallas Stars confirmed that here yesterday morning. So I wanted to re- relay some of that information. Uh, Saad Youssef with the Athletic, of course, who covers the Stars. I uh, had an interview with Jim Neal and I thought he laid out some great things as well on the situation because I I feel like it it caught some people uh, by surprise. It caught most of us by surprise, Um, but uh, he's elected to go back to Sweden. And uh, this was always a clause in his contract that he would be allowed to do this. Um, And and, and just 19 years old, it's his first full season in North America. And the stars knew this could be a possibility. Of course, they would rather him be in Texas, but the style of North American plays a bit different back overseas. The ice is a bit bigger. Uh, the game slows down a bit and certain things like that. And also it's his first year in North America. He, he still is 19 and he can play closer to home uh, one last time. And, and, you know, you have still have world juniors here over the holidays. That's a possibility for him too. Uh, but he's having a, had a great season. And this is uh, comes from a piece from uh, Sean Shapiro. Uh, of course, he does great work too. And he said, uh, that he's been averaging just over 21 uh, minutes per game. He, he's winning his puck battles, and he's getting time on the PK and and, uh, and, and power play. And, of course, this is a big guy that uh, a lot of people have a lot of intrigue on, including myself. He's hawk and paw size-wise, and he looks to be really, really skillful. Uh, you know, this, um, this is probably a gross generalization, but – this could be like a Victor Hedman type kind of guy, right? With a big size and maybe that offensibility. And look, that's probably a huge stretch. And I, I'm not putting these expectations on him, but uh, that's the type of feeling that you you, you might be able to, to get out of somebody uh, like Big Soul. And I thought 
Uh, Jim Neal, uh, of course, had an interview with uh, Saad Yusuf on an article on The Athletic, and I want to uh, read some of those uh, to you as well, some of his quotes, uh, because it's some good stuff. Uh, Neil said uh, that Leon's expectations, uh, or Leon's exceeded our expectation. He came over late in August, coming off a broken ankle. So we didn't know where he was going to be health-wise. And then where he was at in his development phase, he came into training camp. He exceeded our expectations, played very well, played in a lot of exhibition games, and his game got better and better. He started the year in Texas and played well. His development path is on trajectory, and we're happy with where he's at, which uh, is a great sign. Uh, and he and he also noted that it's the big picture. He seems to have a good head on himself, too. Uh, Neil kind of addressed that he understands what type of, uh, of player he is, and he thinks going back to Europe is best for his development. Um, and Neil mentioned that it's bigger ice. You can work on your, your skill a bit more. And, uh, you know, Jim Neal seemed to be okay with that fact. Uh, he, he agreed and he said they've had great conversations and, uh, he's really close to the NHL, which is an even great sign. Uh, they're basically saying that he's knocking on the door, um, and, kind of tying in the Niels Lundqvist dilemma. If, if they don't really trust him or they don't think that his game is trending in the direction they would like, then man, Lean Bixel might have a, a huge opportunity. Of course, he's going to join Texas uh, after the season in Sweden. Uh, I believe the year ends at March 16th uh, for Rogel is a team he's playing for. So he'll, he'll come back over at the end of the season. Uh, and uh, he'll still have a shot in the NHL, of course, just a different route. Uh, Klingberg had a clause on his contract that was the same thing that he exercised. Uh, Miro did as well, of course. He did not use it, but uh, these are these are pretty common, by the way. So no reason to panic. I would I would say by any means, and uh, he's on track, right? And I think he's going to be really really great. Um, and that's what's so that's what's so great about it. Look, uh, and I've I've seen the argument too. He, he's nineteen. His first time in North America, it's a bit different. And in the AHL, you're you're playing almost every day, right? It's it's a lot more games than you're practicing. Uh, so your, your development it can be a little bit different uh, because you're, you're just playing so much. You, you're constantly you know on a bus and, and you know kind of grind the AHL life. Um, so this way he's able to go back uh, and he's going to a good program too uh, with guys that have had NHL experience and, and understand the game. So he's going to be in good hands and uh, the Texas stars of course are going to miss him since uh, well, the first place in the central division, they've been having a great, great year, 21 points uh, atop of the central division. And of course, Logan Stankoven has been lighting it up along with Maverick Bork. Um, and we've talked about that so much, but uh, both of those guys are having incredible years and uh, it's great to see uh, that Stankoven is really, really panning out. And of course, Bork, who is in his second season, has found a nice little home with him. They're both among the top and scoring in all of the AHL. This is not just, uh, this is not just, you know, rookies or on the Texas stars, both have 23 points, or I should say Bork has 23 points, Stankoven with 22. Uh, and they're only being beat by Johnny Brodzinski. Who's had actually quite a bit of NHL time. So, uh, good, good stuff from the farm team. And uh, I'm actually recording this during the game. So it's three to nothing right now up on San Diego. Uh, so the Texas stars are off and running here. Uh, we'll have to check the the scoring here. I, I would love to see who scored because uh, I bet Stan Coven is on the score sheet. 
And uh, what would you know? It looks like uh, Stan Coven did score. <laughs> uh, Bork with an assist. Uh, he's got two points on the night <laughs> already. So uh, they're both already hitting the score sheet. No surprise as we record this. Uh, uh, currently. So uh, good stuff all the way around. Uh, but I uh, want to relate, relay some of that information about Liam Bixel. Man, I'm excited about him. I think he's going to be such a good player. And it looks like he's going to bring a big presence and play a big role uh, for the Dallas Stars in years to come. This decor needs some tuning, I should say, some fine tuning. And uh, they might have to do that away from the team, but they've also had some good options internally, which is always a great sign. Let's go ahead and speak on Joe freaking Pavelski, man. Captain America, an incredible year he's having. And uh, I have a, a few nuggets I want to share with you guys as well. And we'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience, that's what brings home the winning trophy and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply, eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. So Joe Pavelski is the first Dallas star this season to reach double digits and goals. He's the first Dallas star to reach the uh, 20 uh, point mark as well. That tells you how good of a season he's having. 10 goals and 10 assists uh, for Mr. Joe Pavelski in his first 20 games. And uh, look, father time uh, is, is never going to catch up to Joe Pavelski at uh, 39 years old. And it's just so, so impressive what he's doing. And he's been doing it and just all strengths this season too. Uh, five on five, the power play. He, he's got four power play goals, two assists. He's been uh, great in that department too. He's almost leading the way in shots on goal too. He just trails uh, Jason Robertson who has three more. Um, so, you know, Joe's really just done such a great job at adapting his game uh, and of course, we understand the amount of time he puts in and the way he goes about his business, showing up to practice early, uh, his his work in front of the net, uh, easily the best net front presence in the league with his ability to tip pucks uh, and and just find ways to be to be effective. And and this is you know as he's losing a step, which is even uh, even even more remarkable. Uh, and just taking a, a look at some of the numbers here for Joe and, and some of, you know, playing almost 16 minutes a night, his expected goals for it is 10.5. He, he has a game score of just above one, which is third highest on the team. Um, and, you know, at, at sometimes he's, he's kind of the rock, right? He, he just stables everybody and he stables his line. And sometimes when, especially this year, Robo's not off qu quite off to the, the start he would like in terms of the goal scoring department. And I think having Joe with him is so great. Look, Joe's been through everything possible 
as a as a player in the NHL. He understands the ebbs and flows, and I would love to share this little nugget for you too that, that came across on Twitter. This came from Josh Clark. Uh, Joe Pavelski became the fifth player. This is last year in initial history with consecutive 75 plus point seasons at age 35 or older. The other four, Gordie Howe, Bellevue, Buke, and Oates. They are all Hall of Famers. And of course, he's at 20 points uh, in his first 20 games this season. And the the one thing that's even kind of more mind-boggling since he's come over to Dallas is, you know, he, he's led them in scoring <laughs> at, at some points. He really had that slow start when he first came over. Uh, and then in the bubble, he just took off, right? Then he had 51 points uh, in that weird season. And then he's at 81 in 77 uh, in the in the past two. And even as he's been getting older, he's been more available, which is even something that's a bit shocking. You think he'd become a bit more fragile and not have that opportunity, but he played all 82 the past two years. Uh, and he's really cashed in. He's just been a couple shy of 30 goals uh, both seasons too. He had 27 in 21, 22, 28, and 22, 23. Uh, and he's off to a great pace here in, in his you know, in the first quarter of the season. So he, he's on pace to almost get 40 <laughs> uh, or, or a bit more than 40. Uh, and I would not put it past him uh, by any means. And uh, I think it's just so remarkable. And the Stars are so lucky to have him. And, of course, he still has that burning hunger to win uh, a Stanley Cup. And he's hoping this is the season. Uh, so a big, big shout out to Joe Pavelski and what he's been doing this year uh, just continues to be uh, a driving force for Dallas. He, he's kind of the heart and soul, it feels like, right? He, he, he just has that presence and he's a huge leader um, and you can never underestimate how much of a presence he is in that locker room. Uh, for the younger guys, of course, why Johnston, I mean, Robo too, and, and Rope, uh, you could not have a better person uh, in your locker room and for guys to kind of get some osmosis through, have some of that luck uh, kind of rub off on you. Look, this is a guy that was a late round pick. He wasn't big, doesn't have a lot of flash, and he's made quite the illustrious career out of it. And uh, he just has one more notch on the belt he has to get. And uh, maybe that comes in the next few years uh, or this year, which would be even more freaking cool. All righty, Stars fans. Dallas and Calgary wrapping up their season series tonight. Stars won the first matchup on the road. Calgary got revenge just a few nights ago, of course, but a thumping. On the Stars 7-4. to four. Should be a great one in the Saddle Dome. Let's see if Jake Ottinger goes. I would think he's been an owner of the Flames in that building. And we will see. Should be a great, great contest to wrap up the mini two-game road trip. As the Stars trying to get back into first place in the Central Division. Be sure, follow me on the Twitter thing, JoyTheJet19. Please share with me your Spotify wraps or Apple. I think they do the same. If Locked On Stars is part of your top five, would love to see those. Appreciate all you everydayers out there. That's going to wrap it up today. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and uh, I'll have a reaction, of course, tonight, and we'll break it down tomorrow. Hopefully, a Stars win. And for now, so long, Stars fans.